Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, Julie leads us on a topic that's so close and dear to my heart. It was such a shame that I could only make half an hour of it or just the first half of the chat. She leads us on the topic of finding your PPC path. So yeah, talking about careers, how our careers started, hiccups we've had on the way, you know, advice we'd give people starting off, you know, and how we know we're on the right path and it has taken me a while I'll say close to 10 years for me to actually be really comfortable and say that okay I'm actually happy with the path that I'm on retrospect you know what, what is it rare vision is 2020 I feel now that I know that I've done the right thing every step of the way and the right thing has happened at the right time but in the moments and some of the moments they were very interesting and difficult and yeah we share about some of those moments highs and lows about our PPC career path and advice that we can give those in it, those who are just starting. And yeah, we hope that you enjoy that. All right. Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions, and even if you do, then like, follow, share, and retweet. That's right, Twitter on my handle, The Marketing Anu. Or join us in our LinkedIn group, which is the PPC Chat Roundup podcast. Or if you're on Instagram, why don't you check us out at ppcchat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes. So yeah, Julie leads us on a very career focused topic today, talking about finding your PPC path. Anyway, but first she goes, how are we doing? We've got several of the wonderful people in our community join us today. Gil Hong says the stars have aligned where I have a calendar opening to join today. So yeah, he hadn't joined for a while. While why not web? Good morning, beautiful sunny day in North California. Hope you're all doing well. Gil Gilder as well, who has been a regular lately joins us as well, saying doing well, working from a rainy cafe this morning. Oh, being indoors on a rainy day is always lovely when you're indoors, not when you're in it, obviously. And yeah, Julie goes, doing okay here. We are sick again. Oh no, had two close contact exposures to COVID over the weekend. Fam is negative so far. And yeah, we've got Dwayne Brown who joins us as well. Julia Vice, as well as Lawrence Chase and Sean Ellie joins the chat. But yeah, before we get into the questions, this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate. Lurkers and of course, listeners of the podcast are of course always welcome too so yeah we'll get into the questions because there were lots of questions that we went through loads of amazing advice and answers given and I was, as i said i was very happy to be able to join at least the first half of the chat because now there's a regular scheduled team meeting with my company marin pretty much halfway through the chat every week Ugh, it's so annoying but i try to multitask <laughs> Anyway, getting on to question one, Julie asks, are you on what you would consider your desired PPC career path? Who starts us off? We've got Rory going, hell yeah, did I think I'd be here one year ago? No way. I took some time to rethink my path after being laid off. Very happy now. Big mindset shift going from accounts with smaller budgets and data to a large global client being a blast analyzing data to predict trends. 
Um, we have Ashwin goes, yes, but also not really, kind of. <laughs> Working in the PPC space as an organic marketer has been probably the most interesting phase of my career, but I can't deny it's messed up my sense of professional self a little bit. Interesting. Menachem goes, yes, never imagined where Google AdWords would take me. Gil Gilner goes, absolutely, would never have expected to be where we're at even a few years ago. We were broke 27 year olds when we started Disco Sloth and that's the company he leads with his wife, I believe. Wow. Broke 27 year olds when they started it and that's amazing. Julia Vice as well goes, congratulations. That's amazing. I agree. Gil Hong responds saying, I don't see a strict end goal for my career. This industry is so dynamic and has changed so much over the years that I'd like to think I embraced the change with my career path. Absolutely. What we do, what career path we're having can change with this industry. Absolutely. Sean Elliott as well responds saying, yes, getting to combine my lifelong dream of entrepreneurship with PPC work is the perfect combination for me. Sometimes I get tired of the business owner side, but just have to remember the benefits I get by working for myself. Gil Gilner responds saying, 100% man, sometimes it's a tough slog, but it's worth it, isn't it? Sean Ellie goes, so worth it. Sometimes you just have to remind yourself of that and you're wise. Julie Buccini goes, yes, I am. I have been deliberate in my choices. And Ashton Clark goes, I'm currently the paid media team lead and on a track for more management and leadership roles. Personally, I'd like to be less client facing and more focused on building a team culture in the near future. So my trajectory aligns with that as of right now. That's good. As I said, she went fast with these ones, but I'll give my answer as well. I would say, yes, I started agency side, moved to direct working in the house client side, and now I'm working for a tech solution that allows a lot of variety because they support me doing my podcast and support me doing my events. That's why I get the variety from. Anyway, we go on to question two and Julie asks, if you are on your desired PPC career path, how did you know it was the right path for you? And if you're not on your desired path, how did you figure that out? And we have Gil Hong responding saying, I try to base my career path on where I find the most fulfillment right now that's focused more on helping my teammates, providing higher level strategy for my clients and teaching others. Gil responds to question two saying, I was always a terrible employee. Co-founding our agency was the logical step for us. It's always nerve wracking at first, but eventually it's nice to see hard work bear fruit. When that happens, it's self-reinforcing decisions all the way down. In retrospect, we couldn't have asked for a better path, to be honest, although it was really difficult the first couple years. And then we have Julia Weiss responding to question two, saying, now here I can help. My current role is amazing and I'm hoping to grow in the company I'm in. In prior years, I worked in organizations that were great, but not great fit for me. I knew it wasn't right and made changes. I also respond saying, I find long-term fulfillment in what I do. Definitely sure. Not every day is a stress-free day, e.g. yesterday. But I understand how I am bringing value to my clients and company and every part of what I do complements each other. So yeah, I am very happy with that. Julie then answers question to herself saying, I have said this many times before, but I often joke that I had to start my own thing to keep a job. It's not totally untrue. For me, it has absolutely been the right path. Will be 23 years in July. Wow, 23 years. I love being in charge of my workload. I work with, yeah, I might get there someday, but it's all about finding the people you work, you know, work well with, to be honest. 
Anyway, Julie then continues saying one really key component of getting on your right career path is to quiet voices that are not your own while you think about what you want your career to be or look like. Also, life circumstances change. It's okay for what you want to change too. And then we have Julia Vice continuing with another answer to question two saying how to know if your path is not right versus just a tough time. Do you see your future where you are? Can you build on your success? Do you find yourself constantly blindsided or bored? Knowing what's right for you is key. Absolutely. Sean Ellie responds to question two saying, I have always wanted to work for myself. As a kid, my dream job was owning a surf shop. Not ideal for Denver. Growing at my previous agency, but somewhat hitting a ceiling was the push I needed to take that uncomfortable first step. Ashton Clark responds to question two saying, I knew that management was the route I wanted to go after feeling super burnt out at the end of 2022 or start of 2021. Once I was exposed to more leadership opportunities and strategic big picture tasks, the nitty gritty tactical pieces weren't as fulfilling for me. And then we have Julia Vice responding to that saying, I took a longer path to management. I've always cared about mentoring others, but the admin side of management kept me away until I found the right role. Don't just promote yourself for the sake of the title. Think about your day today. Absolutely. And that's why sometimes I left companies because progression would have been going into a role that I did not like. I'd see the kind of responsibilities that my managers had and I'd be like, I don't want my day to day to be looking like theirs look like so yeah I knew you know I didn't really have a future in those companies and I'm happy that I left till today I'm still happy about that and Il Hong then goes absolutely when Julia Vice had said now the hair I can help my current role is amazing I'm hoping to grow in the company I'm in in prior years I worked in organizations that were great but not a great fit Gil says yeah finding the right fit or a place that is looking to align with your career goals makes so much difference and then, yeah, Julie takes us on to question three. As I told you, the questions are coming hard and fast. She goes, what has your career journey looked like? Have the steps you took all been part of the path you wanted? Let's talk agency, in-house, freelance, niche, generalist, etc. Which step were most key for you? To be honest, I still think sometimes Julie asks such a loaded question that I think to myself, this answer cannot be all given in one tweet. So yeah, let's see how people manage to do that. And then she even gets an add-on. She says, adding on to question three, if there were steps you took that helped you realize what you did not want, please share that too. Gil Gilner responds saying, little known fact, I was actually a media producer for NGOs before getting into PPC. Traveled to 50 countries. I was one of 12 photojournalists who went through Ebola units in hazmat suits in Liberia in 2014. So this career path is pretty chill. Wow. Jilly goes so cool. I worked as a producer for a video editing company before this career. We did commercials and music videos in the mid 90s. Got that gig after having an internship for the Atlanta Olympic Committee. Interesting. She adds, I should add, I was fired from that job because I stood up for myself when they fired the executive producer and had me doing his job for a quarter the salary for more than just a time period to find a new EP. I told them to either hire a new EP or promote and pay me. Amazing. And Manichim goes in-house generalist, in-house PPC, then freelancer, then boutique agency founder. That's his path. So he started in-house generalist then to in-house PPC, then to have been a freelancer, then to a boutique agency founder, 
He continues, I started freelancing after being laid off in the 2008 recession. Was not my intention to go on this path, but I'm grateful for it. Ashwin goes, I went publishing, then agency, integrated, in-house, then agency, digital performance, then in-house, both in-house gigs in SaaS, so software as a service. Oh, thank God I remember that one. Not always what I wanted, but certainly has turned out comfortable. No complaints. I'm surrounded by great people in every facet of life. Amazing. Gil responds to question three saying, I started agency side nearly 12 years ago. Whoa, I feel old. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's been 12 years for me too. The first three years were crucial in building up my knowledge, skills and industry experience. From then on, I focused on expanding my career opportunities to teach, mentor and be strategic. Wootopia responds, saying agency, then in-house, then affiliate marketing. If you can create good angles and run traffic, you can make unlimited money in affiliate marketing. Then Dwayne Brown responds to question two, saying I'm happy, get regular sleep and make money. (laughs) Plus my personal and business life are bliss. I have some stress, sure. My personal life is not falling apart to work in this industry. That's amazing. Preach. Dwayne responds. Julia Vice responds to that as well. Then yeah, Julie herself responds to question three saying, I started Neptune Moon when I was laid off from a staff position, graphic design and marketing. The web was just taking off. I had been thinking about going out on my own and thought, I guess today is the day when I found PPC, I fell in love. That's amazing. And then, yeah, Julia Vice responds to question three saying, um, chaos. I started as an SEO writer for an affiliate shop, no tech, just writing. Then I went to an agency as a copywriter, started supporting on search and went to search full time, hopped to the left coast for love and started to consult on digital omni. And Robert Brady responds to question two uh, saying, I tried managing people at one point, but was more interested in being in accounts, doing the work. So I've kept myself in that role and made it work for me. Yeah, it's all about, you know, knowing what promotion looks like for you. It doesn't mean managing people and then managing more people. I wish there was much more diversity in terms of what career progression and promotion and being better at your role meant in the industry, to be honest. But I think I see quite a bit of that in this community, which I love. Julie then responds to Robert saying, yeah, kudos to you for figuring that out and forging your path to do what you really want to do. That can be hard too, very much so. And then I responded and say, I know I've always needed variety in my career, which is why I have moved through agency in-house then tech with my job being between client work and event organizing now, pretty much. I am confident of the step that I've taken to lead me here. And, you know, with my network of people just bursting with people who want to talk at the event, I'm just, yeah, I know the path. All my path has led me to where I am right now, which I absolutely love. Sean Ellie responds to question three saying, I started in-house in a general marketing role but knew I wanted to be PPC specific and didn't like looking at the same accounts every day. I switched to agency side and immediately felt at home and was able to grow at that agency and learn from very smart, like-minded people. And then, yeah, we have got Julia Vice responding saying the best lesson I have ever gotten was leaving a group that wasn't a good fit. I thought a small startup culture would be good for me. Turns out I like infrastructure It's not a knock on them. They're a great group, but moving on helped me and them. And then we go on to question four. Julie goes, let's be real. Let's get real here. (laughs) Boy, did I get real on this one. 
Did you struggle at any point along the way in your PPC career journey? If so, how and how did you get past that point? Tim Halloran goes, this is an interesting one. Somewhat difficult. Rewrote my answers like five times now. Yeah, I felt this one could be a whole chat into its own. The challenges we face in this industry. Julie goes, I absolutely cannot wait to talk about this topic in the audio chat this week. <laughs> absolutely. We might need more than an hour, Julia Vice goes. But anyway, going back to answers, Kolo underscore 254 said, considering I'm from Kenya, getting remote contract jobs was a big issue. Another one is that, and still is, finding a mentor to guide you in this PPC journey. Wow, this community is all the mentors you need, Kolo. So anyway, and Julie responds, yeah, I hope you will take advantage of this community. We are a friendly bunch willing to answer questions and provide moral support. Absolutely. Their management goes, every day has challenges. My approach is to make the best of the situation, regardless of how it feels. Gil responds in, I believe the right fit can always be a challenge, especially in an agency, since there are factors outside your control, client assignment, support, etc. For me, finding the right place that supported and validated my struggles was key. Gil Gilner responds to question four as well, saying for sure. Like any industry, PPC has its share of breaking in to do. It makes me strive really hard to accept new folks and impart as much wisdom as possible in the long term. Helping others helps yourself. Ain't that the truth? And then Dwayne Brown responds to question three, saying my path has been off-road, long shots, and sometimes just jumping out that plane and praying I don't break any bones while I stick my landing well. It sounds that, Dwayne, that you've stuck your landing very well plenty of times. So yeah, very happy to see that. Fraser Andrews responds to question two saying, I had a really bad experience at my first agency. Whilst bad helped me understand my boundaries better, I now know a lot more what falls under my remit and what doesn't. Absolutely. That's the important thing. Julie responds saying, some of the most valuable things you learn along the way are about what you do not want to do. Dynamics that don't work for you, types of work you don't enjoy, management styles that don't mesh with you. Yeah, it's all about knowing what you like and what you don't like. And then Mike Ryan responds to question three saying, I was inspired by at pronounced Andy with an A-H-N-D-Y there. He said at Merkle at this time, we created a project code named MOE, so Merkle of Europe, to think about what would happen if we got serious about bringing more data to client conversations. Still a big part of what I do. And he continues, I reached out to Andy back then. He was now at Tenuity and asked him advice, day in the life questions types. He was super generous and forthcoming. Now the cool thing is agencies and individuals ask me for advice and I can pay it forward. But Andy is the OG. Then Andy Taylor responds to that saying, I was very fortunate to come up through RKG where folks like Georgie Mitchie, Alan Rim Kaufman created a great data culture. Don't know where I would have ended up without their influence and glad their legacy is still being felt. Yeah. And this is was all around the question of what the career journey has looked like. And um, Julie herself's response to question four saying, I've been in business for myself through some rough economic times. I had to really learn to tune in to what clients needed or kept them up at night then figure out what I could do in those times that people would pay for. Being flexible has turned out to be huge. Then Julie continues, it's so easy to fall into the I should do X thinking. 
There's hardly ever only one answer to anything. So I encourage you all to think about what you want and not what you think you should want. It is so freeing. And then we have Sean Ellie responding to question four saying many times, although my path has been somewhat linear, it can be a tough next step. Changing your day to day can be scary. But my thought was always it's better to take the step and then revert if you don't like it rather than not going for it. And Tim Halloran responds to question three saying a piece for me was my marketing internship in Bangalore in 2011, shifted the way I thought about a marketing career, expanded it. For that, I thought it was learning Adobe and doing what you're told, seeing everyone in the agency work alongside the CEO I knew. And Julia Weiss gives another answer to question four saying all the time, ever so often, I look at my life and think, what am I doing? My brain cells are in use memorizing the Facebook back end. I could be doing something else with my days and my different shops over the years and contribute in various ways to that. And Lawrence goes, as soon as we figure things out, everything changes. Yeah, right. The ever evolving industry. And I said that in terms of any struggles I've had at any point, yeah, honest and slightly painful. Yes, there have been loads of struggles. I've been let go a few times. I've been made to feel less than my worth. I've been gaslit a few times. I didn't even say that on Twitter. I thought I've made wrong career moves. Even asked a previous boss for my job back. That was very humbling, I'd say now. But yeah, back then I found it very embarrassing for myself. Almost left the industry even at some point because I was just like, yeah, this is not going to work out for me. Glad I didn't. But I found my people, i.e. the PPC chat community, and regained my confidence. You know, it definitely took a bit of patience and a lot of being kind to myself and realizing that when you hit bottom, bottom, especially rock bottom, the only way is up. And Lawrence gives a very encouraging reply to say that saying, it is not how many times we get knocked down, but how many times we get up that counts. If you get knocked down six times, you get up seven. As long as getting up is one more than getting knocked down, we are good. And then Julia Weiss gives another answer to question four, which was pretty much like a thinking back about when she talked about her struggles. She goes, then continues saying, but then I pause and look at my life and what my days look like. I look at small businesses. I've supported artists. I've advised government safety campaigns. I've run and local communities I've helped, meaning the struggles have been worth it, I, I, I think what she's trying to say there. Ashton Clark responds to question three, saying at our agency, I started as a junior paid media consultant and was promoted to PM consultant a few months later. After two years, I became PM team lead, which I've been doing for two years now as well. Definitely feel that I followed the path I wanted. Ashton then continues saying some steps along the way were one, learning the PPC fundamentals as a junior, two, sharpening my skills as a consultant, such as learning new tactics, being more strategic, setting better client expectations, three, getting comfortable delegating tasks as team lead. And then Julia Weiss goes, finally, for answer to question four, saying my current role is pretty corporate. But giving direct feedback to Google, to Microsoft, to platforms, just developing their product like Reddit or Pinterest, it's amazing. It's very cool. And I work with the best people I know. And then Lawrence shares his career path in answer to question three. Goes, my path was pretty straightforward. Electronics technician on nuclear submarines. And now I own my own marketing company. Straight line, eh? Yeah. <laughs> what is electronics technician on a nuclear submarines? 
Yes, that's a very, you know, relevance to paid search. So Ashton goes, yeah, wow, you've worked in constant proximity to one of the most destructive things man has ever created. And then there's the submarines. <laughs> and Lawrence goes, oh my God, I'm glad I was not in the middle of drinking something when I read this. And Julie goes, my degree is in international politics and French. Yes, can we talk about the degrees that our paid search communities have? Yeah, I'm sure not everybody did needed to go to uni because, yeah, you can learn a lot of this on the job. But I've always found it interesting that I think the most interesting degree I've come across was a lady studied something like archaeology and she was a data analyst. Not sure what the relevant was. But yeah, interesting. Gil Gilner goes in response to Lauren saying, sounds like your path has taken an upward trajectory? <laughs> question mark there. Yeah, very much a question mark there. Ashton Clark responds to question four as well, saying, yes, 2020 was tough for my mental health, particularly because I felt so burnt out at work, STRs, writing copies, etc. had me dreading getting out of bed every day. By moving into more of a leadership role, I was able to shift to more fulfilling tasks like mentoring. Oh, that's amazing. Glad to hear that, Ashton. And yeah, Jilly goes, glad to hear you are in a better role. No job is worth your mental health. Absolutely agree with that and then yeah julie goes want to make sure we get to this question to question five she goes what is the best piece of career advice you've received or is there advice you wished you had received or received sooner now i misread that and i was just giving advice uh but we'll get to mine at some point lawrence does respond to question four saying still struggle sometimes one of our brands gets a new ceo the market changes platform makes big changes even the best of us has to shift gears, test, learn, and take a new path from time to time. Gil Hong responds to question five saying, for agency side, don't feel pigeonholed into following a linear career progression. Advocate for yourself or find a place that will support what you are passionate about and what will drive you to do your best work. Gil Gildner responds to question five saying, great question. The best advice I've received was, Action begets action. Sometimes you just gotta do it. You will be rewarded. And the advice I try to give newer folks is this. There will be gatekeepers. There will be enablers. Find the enablers who are sharing and follow them. The people sharing their wisdom are always the people with the most to impart. And then Dwayne Brown responds to question four in terms of struggles saying in 2012, I wasn't sure I wanted to stay in paid ads. I wasn't 100% sure why, but things felt meh a bit in life. Glad I stuck with it. My first time freelancing was a real struggle. Ashwin goes, what's one thing you wish you'd done differently during that freelancing phase? Dwayne goes, for the 2006 to 2007 period, network more and have more industry experience. I was only a few years out of school and didn't know better. Well, when we know better, we do different. You know, we do different when we know better. And then Dwayne Brown responds to question five as well, saying optimize for happiness and learning or knowledge growth in your career. Those are the best two ways to get ahead. Beyond that, never assume and always read ad platform support docs. People will often tell you the wrong information and they don't know better. Absolutely. And then we have Julie herself responded to question five saying, yeah, when I started out on my own, another agency owner told me that if I didn't think I could live with being six months away from having no work. Doing my own thing might not be for me. It's proven true. Not everyone is wired to be their own boss. And that is okay. She continues, this is advice that I give. You can change your mind. What you want for your career today 
might not be what you want next year or five years from now. Grant yourself the freedom of thought to change your path. Life circumstances can change what you want and that's okay. And then in my response to question five, I say, yeah, things wouldn't always make sense. And when they don't, go back to your whys. Why are you in this industry? Why are you with your current company? Are you getting out of both what you want to be getting out of them? Also, there's so much help in the PPC community. So use it. So don't just be the person that goes, I can't find a mentor. I don't know who to go to. The PBC chat community are here. This is where you get a mentor. Gil Hong responds to question five saying for agency side, don't feel pigeonholed into following a linear career progression. Advocate for yourself or find a place that will support what you are passionate about and what will drive you to do your best work. Sean Ellie responds to question five saying, I'm sure I have been given a lot of great advice, but the thing that has stuck with me the longest was how my grandpa ran his business. Less advice, more role model. It always stuck with me and what I have always tried to strive for. It's always nice to have people to look up to in that way. He continues, I got to go to work with him a lot when I was younger and it was amazing to watch how every single employee respected him. He knew everything about them, always had time to chat with them. He had over 250 employees and I was always blown away about how much he knew about each of them. Wow. That's a lot of people to know about. And then Lawrence as well responds to question five saying, do what makes you happy. If that means you only work in a few platforms, then be an expert in those platforms. If it means starting your own company, work towards that. If you are happy with five figures, that is great. If you fall down, get up, (laughs) which is pretty much the advice he gave me. Julia Vice as well responds to question five saying, me, I'm not in the habit of turning down money. My boss, I'm not in the habit of working for free. That was the best convo about hours and scope of work in my life. Julie as well continues and gives another answer to question five. I believe this is her second answer saying this is advice that I give. You can change your mind. You can change your mind. What you want for your career today might not be what you want next year or five years from now. Grant yourself the freedom of thought to change your path. Life circumstances can change what you want and that's okay. And here's Tim Halloran's actual answer to question four saying the times I've struggled the most, I also grew the most professionally. I feel like I'm in the right fit now. Felt like it during COVID, felt like it in 2014 when I bombed my first big client meeting and decided to start improv comedy. Felt like it my first year doing PPC. Yeah, (laughs) interesting. Ashton Clark gives an answer to question five saying, trust, but verify. Not sure how career specific this is, but as a consultant, this simple role has saved us countless times and helps keep our client's relationship strong. Amazing. And he continues, empathy is another big one. For example, if a client suddenly has an attitude, there's a good chance they're getting some kind of pressure internally. Learning to recognize those kind of things and not take it personally will make work a lot less stressful. Yep. And on that very positive note, we come to the end of the chat today. I hope you've taken some very useful takeaways from here, whether it's for your career or would you like to add a bit of your advice that if you missed, because I feel like it's always good to have as much advice when it comes to paid search and the PPC career and PPC path. So yeah, and if you'd like to share that on more of an audio chat, why don't you join us on Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. GMT, 
But yeah, for any feedback about the podcast, for any corrections, for anything that has been shared, please get in touch with me on my Twitter. My DMs are open on the handle, The Marketing Anu. Uh, yeah, or join us on LinkedIn. We have the PPC Chat group, which is PPC Chat Podcast. It would also be great to get all those standing and brand new listeners, long-standing and brand new listeners, to give the podcast a rating or a review, so just to give people the indication that it's worth a listen. So yeah, if you go to linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup, you'll get the links that allows you to do that. Before I get into my outro message, I'd love to remind you that, yes, we are doing a PPC Live UK celebrates Women's History Month on the 30th of March. We've got three amazing speakers, Agnes Bungsi, Roluka Radu and Itogiwa Osagie. So a very lovely, diverse set of ladies. I'm just loving this lineup. It's going to be a great night. We're going to have a diverse amount of food as well. <laughs> I say diverse, but more African food. Does that count as diverse? African food. And from a lady who's going to be catering that. So not just pizza this time. So yeah, moving away from the normal pizza every time. It's going to be another great event. I'm sure the first event was such a success and I'm excited to bring to you this next one. But anyway, finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week. <laughs>